Hello, this is episode 235 of the Purple Psychology Podcast. I'm Dr. Nisha Reddy. This episode is on Dr. Seuss books. So these books have helped millions of people to read. The Cat on the Hat was produced in 1957 with this explicit purpose to contain a set number of sight words to help people with literacy. I don't really like the book and I don't use that one. I use Hop and Pop and Green Eggs and Ham. But because of the way that the patterning is done in the books, it focuses on the idea of being able to read whole words. So for instance, in hop and pop, you have words like up, cup, pop, and so on. And I have people leave sessions skipping because they can read a book for the first time. Because one of the very simple things you can do, because there's a picture there as well, so you're encouraging people to read visually rather than by sounds. And so if they've known that the word up is there and you put your finger over it and then you put it, you take it away and they see that it's cup or pop and so on and they look at the pictures and then they've got mouse and house and so on and it it develops. So this is one crucial aspect of Dr. Seuss books. They have helped so many people to read in a different way. And there's a scale in reading them so they get more difficult as they go on. And then the really big themes start to come in. And it's funny, my two favourite books are The Starbilly Snooches and Horton Hatches the Egg. And I have both of the copies that I have from when I was three years old. And they're completely sponsored by Sellotape at this stage. But I was given a first edition of The Starbilly Snooches as a present a number of years ago from my parents. And it's one of my few treasured possessions. And there was... Um, a sticker in the front of the book with a really unusual name for the person that originally owned the book. And so I was really curious and so I, I searched them out and it turned out that their, the book had travelled from New York and that they would have been given it for Christmas on when they were nine. And when I went and researched the person because they had quite an unusual name, I think it was um, they were probably first generation Jewish Polish to grow up in New York after the Second World War. And they also work in community work and they've been given an award for services in developing the youth in their area. And for me, that book is all about difference and loving difference and our judgments of it and how there's an entire industry built around making us all the same. And there's a point where all of the Nietzsche's have to get on, whether they have stars or not where they realise how futile it is to judge people based on a star in their belly. And Horton Hatches the Egg is similarly as a book on being faithful and being, um, the line in it is an elephant is always 100% faithful. And, you know, he's made a promise to do something to look after an egg for a bird so that she can go off and take a break. She kind of massively stretches it out. And so he ends up taking care of the egg. and, And when it hatches out, it's, The mini Horton is a small elephant with wings. And he's been through so much for that to happen. And it's a a sense of being rewarded for your honour and for your perseverance and your care. And so for me, both of those books are huge. And the Larynx similarly is about the environment. And the Butter Battle book, which is quite an unusual one, is about the concept of the Cold War. So for me, his, his, his books have two purposes. One in helping literacy, and then the other one is in helping to promote difference 
and our understanding and core values. And I've given the books over the years to many people. I'm not surprised that it is one of his first books, that it is actually the, the Mulberry Street book that's been discontinued was his first book ever published, long before the others. And for me, it has no merits. I don't really understand why any of the six books that have been discontinued were ever kept. Because they lack the focus of the other books. But it's what it took for Dr. Seuss to exist in the world. And I'm seeing this more and more, that sometimes where people begin is what they've almost needed to do to have a foothold into publishing. There are so few people who maybe really stay really honourable to what they want to be doing and continue to sort of bang their head off a wall repeatedly, often for years. I have no doubt that if he had produced The Cat in the Hat first and approached publishers, that they would have sneered at it and wouldn't have been interested. But because he was published and he had done other things, he was approached with the task to produce The Cat in the Hat. And that's a very different position to be in. But there are very few people like Madeleine Ingle who have kept, you know, a wrinkle in time and continue to send it out over and over for rejection. Even Sherlock Holmes was rejected. And he hasn't how his he has a very complex sense in racism too, which maybe I'll talk about some other time. But we're inclined to not see and separate out the starting point, the industry, and the real person. And I will share a link for Dr. Seuss's artwork, which is extraordinary. And there is a quirkiness, and there is an individuality, and there is a promotion of the love of difference fundamentally in his work. I think the books that have been discontinued probably should have been discontinued long ago because they don't reflect who he was in any way. But if we hadn't had that book, what I saw on Mulberry Street, I worry if we would have ever had all the other books that have an amazing function in the world. And for me, there's a choice that you make where you continue to stay integral to your work and you don't maybe produce something that would be more superficial and shallow and more populist and might get you a route to somewhere quicker because it will always be on the shelf and you will always be judged for it later. But it's very hard to stay and to stay in difference long enough for someone to eventually give you an opportunity. And I'm not sure the people who haven't made that journey understand what that feels like and just what it takes.